Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello, 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 and surprise. Um, thank, you, son. thank you for tuning in Video Link Express on Block Talk Radio, and this is a special edition. Um, it is only a couple hours away from Golden Globes uh, tonight with Jimmy Fallon hosting. Um, uh, I worked all week, and uh, I couldn't, you know, couldn't get uh, a chance to do the show, and I'll be working next week full-time. I'll be working 12 hours days. I think some of you know I'm be working on a, uh, a 20th Century Fox movie. I was told not to talk about it, unfortunately. Um, well, once I do uh, the movie, then I can talk about it afterwards. I'll probably talk about it live on the show, live on Eminem. We're going back live this coming Saturday, um, July. Oh, excuse me, July. Um, I'm, I'm looking at the window seeing all this damn snow, and I'm thinking about the summer already. Um, January 14th, we're going to go live. Usually... Um, I don't do the live shows. I take a break and do radio shows instead. But I happen to be in the city for the winter uh, because of these projects I'm working on. And so with that, we're going to continue with uh, Rogue One, uh, what's happening with the numbers and stuff. Um, and so I want to do at least one show in here, one radio show, before we go live. Okay? So I saw a little window opportunity. It's dinner break. Golden Globe is going to start in a little while. So let me... I figured let me put a show in here, so, um, put something in between. So first, let's talk about Golden Globes, okay? Usually what I do is I do my predictions. I'm not doing that this year. Maybe I might do it for Oscars, I don't know. But uh, I have the stuff I'm not even interested in, okay? Uh, when it comes to Oscars, it's going to be the lowest rated show because um, they usually uh, nominate like 10 movies, and uh, a lot of us are wishing that Deadpool will get nominated for Best Picture, mainly because there's a lot of pictures out there done. I don't know. They, Manchester by the Sea, Moonlight. They said, "Oh, it's a great movie." La La Land. I don't know. My the, the last two films I've seen was a Hacksaw Ridge, um, Kings, Meryl Streep, and Fences. I saw Fences uh, a couple of days ago. <clears throat> I managed to get, get a break after work and snuck in the, uh, the movie there real quick, and uh, saw Fences. And as far as I'm concerned, that is the best acting. Everybody, the whole cast ensemble, Denzel did a great job directing. Um, Acting, Viola Davis, uh, the whole, the whole cast. I mean, there's a young kid there who plays his son. He was, you know, uh, he's he hardly had um, done any major movies, and he does a great job. Anyway, as uh, far as acting, Fences, my favorite movie, will be Hacksaw Ridge, best director, uh, Mel Gibson, um, actress. Um, well, uh, Golden Globes is split in half. You know, drama, comedy. As far as drama, I don't know which actress. Because I, I didn't see any of the movies. Um, everybody says Natalie Portman. Oh, well, whatever. As far as uh, actress in the comedy, I would say Meryl Streep. Now, um, so my pick will be uh, Denzel, Viola Davis, and Meryl Streep in the acting categories. Best picture, of course, Hacksaw, Best director, Mel. And supporting actor, Jeff Bridges and Hell in High Water. That's another great picture. It's very much like the 70s. That's, and, of course, everybody knows Jeff Bridges got started with Clint Eastwood and Thunderbolt and Lightfoot back in 
think, 1974. So if you want to check that out, definitely check that out. That was his first picture. Uh, and also he got nominated for, uh, uh, for True, True Grit and, of course, Starman. Okay, he got, to, uh, yeah, he got nominated for Best Actor for that, didn't win. So everybody's uh, looking forward to seeing maybe Jeff Bridges get Supporting Actor. Screenplay, whoever wins the Best Pictures. Okay, um, that's about it. Okay, when, when Oscars come around, then I'll go more. Probably special effects is uh, what everybody's going to look at. And uh, animation, Mona, everybody's pointing the figure to. Uh, special effects, Star Wars, of course. And let's get really discuss it because Stallone's supposed to win. Special effects are supposed to be Star Wars, and those two did not win. And I forget the third category. I was really bummed. I was like, you know, so Golden Globes, you know, the pe- people say it might be Moonlight. That's the KCF flag. You know, it's it's kind of predictable. Whoever wins is probably going to win. Whoever wins the Golden Globes tonight is going to win the Oscars. But anyway, my two pictures, Fences for all the acting categories, Melba Street for comedy, Jeff Bridges for uh, sporting actor, and Hacks for Rich. Solely didn't get nominated. Neither did Order Horizon, Rising, so I couldn't kill us. Okay, let's move on. Now, box office, Star Wars. Uh, now, um, Star Wars had a bit of a problem. Uh, Hidden Figures came very close to beating Star Wars at number one. Okay, only a couple hundred thousand dollars in the difference between the pictures. Now, of course, they're saying the weather got in the way and blah, blah, blah. They're making all these excuses. It's Rogue One supposed to be uh, the, the biggest picture uh, of the year, beating Finding Nemo is still $9 million away. It should have been number one this weekend. People are saying the weather. I think people are, you know, they're starting, man, no more repeats. So the movie's dying down. So it's got $9 million to go to be number one uh, beating Finding Nemo for the year, uh, which it will do. Box office mojo, everybody's saying the same thing. You know, it's going to do It's going to nickel dime uh, as way to being the number one of the year. Now, um, as far as all time, Domestic, right now, it beat Star Wars A New Hope and Phantom Menace, and it's going on its way of finding Dory. Now, where's going to land an old-time domestic box office grosses? That means all in America over here, not international. And uh, it's, it needs like another, what is it, oh, about $35, $40 million to beat The Dark Knight for number six. With a catch-up? Hmm, maybe. It might nickel's dime. But after that, it would need a hundred million more to beat the Marvels, Marvel, the Avengers number one, Avengers number one, at six hundred and twenty-three million dollars. Will it beat that? Probably not. Then, of course, it gets Jurassic World, Titanic, Avatar, and Force Awakens number one. But it did make it to the top ten. If if it beats Finding Dory, uh, it'll be like number seven picture. It might beat Dark Knight, maybe. Maybe people go back and see it again. There's no competition. What you got? Um, Underworld, the, the vampires were, um, with the werewolves, then they've done it. Uh, Resident Evil at the end of the month. I thought that franchise was over already. Triple um, X, the sequel that nobody was asking for with uh, Vin Diesel. There's no, there's no competition. So maybe it might be able to beat The Dark Knight. As far as we're concerned, it hit the top ten. It's going to land at number seven or six, and that's it. And that that pretty much wraps it up as far as domestic box office. So it hit the it did hit the top ten of all time domestic grosses. Okay, next. Um as far as international, it hasn't even gone into the top forty yet. Right now it's hanging at forty one. Once it reaches Fanny Norway it'll be in the top forty. Then it's got like Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings to beat. Uh and then this box office set is gonna cross 
box office mojo said it's going to cross the one million mark because it's doing really good on a lot of other parts. Um, so it should wind up in the top twenty and once it hits a billion dollars. Then it's going to be again Pirates of the Caribbean, Toy Story, Transformers. How the hell that got up there is beyond me. Uh, where it's going to land in the top twenty? That's the big question. Now we're not going to find out at the end of the year. It did premiere in China finally. It only made thirty-one million, and their excuse is all because of smog. Well, actually, it affected all the box office. It's like way off over there. Um, the, the articles are posted in the box office module. You want to take a look? Um, I also posted an article on my blog. Um, so basically, where is it going to land in, in the top twenty of all time domestic? But let me tell you. For all intents purposes, Gary Lewis did a great job. That editing the last half hour, uh, well, you know, that was done by Donnie Giveaway. Now, I did mention Stuart Bard, um, editor, and the last week's show. Let's go backtrack a little bit. <clears throat> I did mention Superman 2, and some of you some of you that noticed that. They said, yeah, uh, you mentioned Superman 2, and all of a sudden other articles started posting Superman 2. Everybody's keeping an eye on each other. Um, I take it as a... Uh, as a compliment, I, I brought it up, and all of a sudden the other articles started uh, mentioning it. Don't forget, they look at me because I've been doing this for 27 years, so they figure I must know something. Well, besides working in the business, and like when I work in the movies uh, set and stuff like that, uh, there is a rule. Whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, so there's a lot of stuff I do not mention. But this is the most obvious one, because Disney's saying that, you know, we're not going to see a director's cut. It's not going to happen. Forget about it. Uh, this is the way the movie is. Maybe one or two deleted scenes. The thing is, Superman 2 uh, is not an official release, but it is Richard Donner's director's cut, what he envisioned before he got fired. Okay? And there is the comparison. Go to YouTube. There's a bunch of videos that compare uh, the, the difference between the two movies, which is took over. But the main part with Superman 2 was he directed the actors. Uh, they wanted Marlon Brando to come back and uh, and do maybe some reshots, and same thing with Gene Hackman, and they said uh, we're done. You know that 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 is it. We did filming with Richard Donner. We're not working with another director. We did our scenes, and that is it. That is official. So as far as Superman uh, two goes, Richard Lester added all these extra scenes in there, and he kind of fluffed it out. He moved some uh, some things around. Again, if you want to compare it. And Stuart Bard uh, was the supervising editor, which means that the actual editing was done by a couple guys. It's in the documentary, uh, which is on YouTube. Um, but Stuart Bard, uh, excuse me, Stuart Bard, I'm kind of jumping ahead of myself. Stuart Bard is, uh, you know, is on, I said it before, Die Hard movies, Lethal Weapon movies. But now he's like more of a, a consultant. And... Imito didn't give voice. He, you know, he put his brother to do the editing. Stuart Bar was the overall supervising editor. Make sure everything, you know, the transition was nice and smooth. Okay. So with that being said, Stuart Bar worked on Superman too, and he worked on this one for the reshoots and putting the whole thing together to make sure everything, you know, was nice and tight. Um, but the funny thing about it, now they, there's a lot of scenes and uh, that's popping up uh, that cut out and. It's been said the first two trailers of the Rogue One, though, all those scenes that in the first two trailers were all the scenes that were cut out, plus a lot more. Okay, the one scene that was in the last trailer is her going to the plank and the tower, 
and uh, fixing the radar, moving the radar, the big uh, radar dish, and a TIE fighter shows up and shoots that hub. Now, supposedly that scene was taken out. Now, I'm just going to do a little reference here. I'm looking at the book, Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, by the novelization by Alexander Freed. And if you happen to be by a bookstore, okay, and you're just kind of curious, maybe you're not into reading the books. I get this from the library because I was really curious. He did go to the last specific script that was written by Tony Gilroy. But this is the clincher. Um... Did I lose my spot? Yes. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, that bookmark it. I'm going to go right to the book. You go to page. If, if you're kind of curious, the book was written on the last spec of the script, which means that the, fantasy, the final version of the script that Tony Gilroy, remember they did all these reshoots? Well, he wrote, he wrote all these extended scenes, gave it to the actors, and they filmed it. For some reason, that TIE fighter is in the book. Go to page 299. At the bottom of 299, um, she started back along the catwalk. The shriek of a tie rider rolled on the wind. At first, she ignored it. Then the vessel itself swept into view. She froze, unsure whether to run or drop um, to the catwalk in the hope of hiding. She ran, and the fighter's cannons uh, fired. Okay. Uh, and then it goes, um, ripping metal filled her ears as shrapnel tore out her legs and sleeves. The broken catwalk swung uh, in the wind. And she clucked tight as she could, and she she tried to make her way out of uh, out of the catwalk. Okay, I kind of shortened that, but that, it goes from two page the bottom page two ninety nine to page three hundred, the top of three hundred. Check that out. Apparently, that scene was still in there, which is kind of confusing. Um, the rest of the book is pretty much like the movie, but that's the one scene that everybody questions. Okay, and it's in the book, so apparently that got exercised, exercised at the at the last minute. I mean, I mean to say cut, a little tongue tied here, don't mind me. But anyway, so that's basically what happened with that as far as the editing scenes. Now they said there's not going to be a director's cut. Disney spent a lot of money on this whole franchise. They spent another couple million redoing the last half hour. Um, they're not going to let all that footage just sit there. Let me tell you something. Right now they're saying if they want everybody to, to see this movie. Uh, they want everybody to buy the Blu-ray. They want everybody to see it on the Disney Channel. Then eventually uh, it's going to be on ABC because ABC owns the rights. You know how that goes, right? And it's going to go through the cable outlets like maybe Amazon or Netflix or whatever. They're going to milk it. Somewhere down the line, Disney says, uh, can we milk this anymore? Can we uh, squeeze a couple more dollars? Hey, let's do a director's cut. It's going to be down the line, maybe a couple of years. But they're not going to let that all that footage go. They spend money on that. So eventually... Look what they did with uh, Batman and Superman, right? They they left they still let that Superman cut. Somewhere down the line, that stuff is going to show up, because you know why? Because they don't do something about it. Somebody out there is going to take that footage and put it on YouTube. And then somebody, some executives said, you know, we lost a lot of money. We could have released the special director's edition, or Nick Nick, you know, put some sloppy name on it. Um, don't forget, Disney does that. They had the Diamond Edition. How many times did they re-release uh, Lion King? The Platinum Edition, the Diamond Edition, the Super Triple Deluxe Edition. Disney's notorious for that, okay? They put some extras and they put a new price tag and boom. So, uh, so I'm calling bullshit. <laughs> there will be a director's cut. Like, face it, there's about half hour of stuff that was edited out. 
Somewhere down the line, that stuff is, if they don't put it on a DVD and a Blu-ray and a special edition, it's going to wind up on the internet. Okay? That's the way that goes. Next. Now, um, the year ended really lousy. And, well, in this past weekend, the new year really started lousy uh, with them, uh, you know, bearing uh, Carrie Fisher with Debbie Reynolds together, which is kind of a shame. Um, I mentioned a book. Let me uh, mention that. Oh, at the end of the new year, the Green Rebirth took Father Mulcahy, William Christopher. He played Father Mulcahy on the TV show MASH. MASH was like the biggest, the, the season finale was the biggest ratings ever in the history of TV. Well, that was the old days when TV was on each channel, two, four, and seven, or in syndication was five, nine, and 11. That's New York channels. Anyway, uh, he died just before midnight. And the other crash was Mary Carey's uh, career. Boy, I saw the, those Twitters. They, they were funny. Um, but then, uh, at the beginning of the new year, they had to bury, um, uh, you know, Carrie Fisher with Debbie. But um, I just wanted to mention her book. She dedicated her book to everybody who was involved in, uh, in the movies, including the directors. Irvin Kushner, he directed uh, Never Say Never Again with uh, Sean Connery. When he came back to do one more James Bond, he directed that. Uh, which that movie was kind of a remake of Thunderbolt story. Uh, he directed that, and of course he directed Empire Strikes Back. He thanks him, but she did not thank Richard Marquand. He's the one who directed Return of the Jedi of the original New Hope trilogy. And I find that kind of funny. I never found out uh, why. I tried to look that up. Anybody have a clue? She didn't thank him. Um, you know, at the beginning, I think uh, I don't have the book with me. At the beginning of the book, she thanks uh, everybody involved. You know, Lu uh, George Lucas and. Uh, the cast and crew and everybody, but she didn't thank him. I found that kind of weird. Um, Debbie Reynolds wrote a book, Make Him Laugh, Make Him Laugh, Make Him Laugh. Short-term memories of long-time friends. You can see where, she, where Carrie Fisher got a sense of humor. It's really because She talked about old Hollywood. I definitely recommend the book if you want to know about old Hollywood. Um, you know, I look at the Golden Globes Awards, and, and you know, she did um, uh, Singing in the Rain, Gene Kelly. Uh, and she did Charlotte's Web. As a matter of fact, I saw the remake just this afternoon. Charlotte's Web. Uh, she, uh, Julia Roberts does the voice. Steve Buscemi's the rat, uh, etc. Um, pretty good remake. They, they actually use live animals. I saw the animation, and it's been so long. I tried to get a, a copy from the library just to refresh my memory, but Debbie Reynolds did Charlotte the Spider. Okay, so if you ever get a chance to see Charlotte's Web, I definitely recommend it. Um, but she wrote a book called Make Him Laugh. Uh, she did so many classics. And I look at, um, you know, uh, everybody's rooting for Amy Adams. Now, look, look I love Amy Adams. Uh, she had a great booty in Night of Museum number three, I think, number two or three, one of those. And uh, that's when I first, first recognized her. And I, I think she's simply great. But everybody's raving about a rival the most overrated movie of the year, and I love sci-fi, and I say it's overrated. And she, you know, she's, um, you know, she does deserve the win for Best Actress for the movie Arrival, and she's looking at the screen going, what are you trying to tell me? I'm looking at octopuses throwing in spots at, at the glass. What are you trying to tell me? That's a performance? I'm sorry, it's not her. It's a damn script, okay? Uh, I don't get that, you know? Um, a lot of the other nominees, and I don't want to put down any other actors because I work with actors. But it's a big difference between actors nowadays compared to old school uh, with Debbie, uh, Debbie Reynolds, Gene Kelly, 
uh, stuff like that. So, well, another show down the line, I'll be talking more about it. When a, a lot of people want to know what happened to the background acting, I'll be talking more about that after the fact. Um, a lot of the shows have that premiere, Deuce, for James Franco. I don't know if I'm in the, in, the, in the show, in the pilot episode. I have no idea if I got to edit that or if I'm in it. So we're going to have to wait till these shows premiere. Once they premiere, then um, uh, Michelle Monaghan, she's doing a show. Well, she's doing a movie. She's coming out with a movie. I forget the name of it. And she did The Path, and I did a show. She was standing right next to me. You know, she said, good morning. How's everybody doing? Really sweet, polite, real cutie pie. And, of course, The Path hasn't premiered yet. So just asking a question, are you going to talk? When these shows start premiering, okay, I'll be talking more about the background actor because I, a lot of people want to know, Frank, I'm kind of curious doing background work. I'll, I'll give you all the information on that, okay? Also, what happened to the Godzilla special? What happened to the King Kong special? What happened to the Star Trek special? Star Trek just came out uh, with a collection of uh, the original TV series, the, like the 10 best episodes with a lot of uh, bonus, bonus footage that was never shown before. Another way to make us Trekkies. Um, um, I got to get a hold of that, review that. Uh, the cartoon series was uh, released a couple, about two months ago. So they, they're still pushing Star Trek, and of course Discovery is going to come out soon. So I'm definitely going to do my, my best and, and my best and worst and my favorite Star Trek movies. I'm going to be doing all that uh, just before Discovery comes out in May, June, I believe. They pushed that back. Uh, King Kong, I'm going to do a King Kong special before Kong comes out in March. I'm going to have a gap between Fre- uh, January and February. So all those shows I promised you last year, I'm going to do them because there's nothing to talk about besides the Oscars. The only thing I'm going to root for the Oscars is um, Deadpool. It got, uh, got nominated Best Comedy. I don't know why. It's more like a dramedy. And Ryan Reynolds. He's the one. He's my hero of the year because he had last laugh. It took him 10 years to make this movie, and he has last laugh because that movie cost only $80 million and it made uh, $800 million. So good for him. And I love to see that uh, nominated for Oscars. So, something to look forward to because the Oscars are pretty much boring. Um, um, after the Golden Globes, all the announcements, I try to put something I'll put on my blog. Oh, here's another thing I, I forgot to mention on my blog. I put a picture of, oh, my, uh, my collectibles. Yes. If you go to my last blog, okay, uh, this one, uh, what was the name of that blog? Let me go to my blog. Yeah. I got a new blog. I posted yesterday, Rogue One International Box Office. Okay. I'll update that again and say uh, I got the radio show. But the blog before, Rogue One, number one for 2016. Okay. I kind of got ahead of myself, but it, it will be number one. Um, because Rogue One is considered a 2016 release, not a 2017 release. So that's considered number one for 2016. Anyway, I'll put a picture of all, all my collectibles. You'll see my Batman, my Star Wars. Uh, there's a robot. The robot from Lost in Space is up there. And a Stormtrooper. That, that Stormtrooper, somebody, somebody asked me, that's the original Stormtrooper that I pay like 10 bucks for and still in its original Kenner box, 1977. Not selling it. Okay. So take a look at the pictures and you see uh, you see what one of my favorite things. I love the bat, all the different Batmobiles. You, that's in the bottom shelf. The second... The top shelf and the middle shelf, you'll see all the different Star Wars uh, collection. Okay. How come there's no Star Trek? If you say you're a Trekkie, you know, that's all that stuff was in the box. As a matter of fact, all that stuff that you see on the shelves, they all went back in the box. That's, that, was, that was the old house that uh, my family sold. 
I used to have a room I used to go there for the summer. Uh, excuse me, for the winter time. And um, all that stuff that you see in the shelf, they all went back in the box. And hopefully I'll, I'll be putting them out again when I go back into the new house. But anyway, um, yeah, you see the ad ads. Um, you see uh, RTD2, C3PO. So I'm into the hardware of Star Wars. That's what I really like. You know, and it's something like Enterprise, the starships and everything like that. That's, that's my kick, folks, okay? Like uh, Force Awakens. I like because we see uh, Chewie with the Millennium Falcon. Han Solo's dead, so now Daisy, she's going to take over. Okay, whatever. Uh, and this one, we got the ad ads at the end of the film. And the TIE Fighters and the X-Wings. Can never go tight, get tight of an X-Wing fighter. Okay, so as, but I do prefer Rogue One over Force Awakens. We're going to talk more about that on the live show, live on MNN uh, on Saturday. Um, there's the show is on the, if you go to mnn.org and you click the icon, it says coming up at uh, 5 o'clock, the Internet Express, you click on that icon and it takes you to the, to the live show. Uh, I never see the shows. I never know how it looks on the Internet. I finally saw it uh, a week ago when we did the repeat for New Year's. I said, so that's the way the show looks like because I'm too busy doing the show. So I finally saw the way it looks and it's sounds much clearer than when we do it in the studio. Um, yeah, MNN.org. Or if not, if you miss the show because you're shopping or whatever, we're seeing movies, right? Um, on the blog, there's a, a link for the YouTube, our YouTube channel, Video Links Plus on YouTube. That will be expanding. Right now, I don't know how long I'm going to be doing the radio show. And here's my question. Do you people want it, um, for me to continue this on Black Talk Radio? Or... You'd rather me do the, the radio show on YouTube, and you can actually see me, and I can actually point. Like, you know, it'd be my little studio at home, but uh, it'd be like uh, the live show where I can show you all my collectibles and the, the books and all the stuff that I got, you know, more visual. Let me know on that. Um, and about on the blog, you can put comments. Feel free to leave a comment. Say, yeah, uh, try that out. Like to see how you do that show. Uh, forget about the radio show. Uh, you let me know what you guys are like. Which is better, easier for you? Okay, uh, that's my question of the day. Um, let's see what else I want to talk about. Okay, also on the other blog, I um, the last blog that I posted yesterday. It is Sunday the eighth, the day of Golden Globes. I put a, a link of how did the percussions uh, makeup. And that has to do with reference to Princess Leia. And Carrie Fisher uh, gave her regards to say, yeah, sure, use my image. Of course, they had the actors standing in, and then they with CG, they superimposed the original actors' faces. Okay. So it's a, I think it's like an eight-minute clip. It's, uh, the link is on the blog. And it's an eight-minute video. I think it was uh, Nightline uh, did it. And one of the articles, one of the magazines had it online, and I reposted that. So you want to check that out. Um, should they do that for Carrie Fisher on episode 9? She did episode 8. Uh, what's going to happen in episode 9? Although they're going to write her off. I don't think they should write her off. If anything, her daughter is in the movie, in The Force Awakens, and she's in the second and third. They should bring her up front. Uh, she plays the lieutenant, Billy, uh, Billy Lloyd, I believe her name is. She's in Screen Dreams. I said that before in the last uh, radio show. They, 
should they should uh, bring that up. So should they uh, write her off a nine? Say she died of a, on a Tie Fighter crash, a X Wing fighter, one of the Rebel cruisers got blown up with her in it. Write her off, or should they, should they do CG? Well, that's um, we go. <coughs> excuse me. We're going to continue more with that conversation, and we're going to continue more with this on uh, on live on MNN next Saturday at 5 p.m. If you missed the show, there's always uh, it gets taped and it gets put on YouTube. And you'll be able to see it on Monday. Okay, everybody, enjoy Golden Globes, um, Hacksaw, Fences, and Deadpool. That's it for me. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We're going to continue this conversation once we see what the, the box office results for Japan is uh, and China. Uh, Japan is just still number two. It didn't hit number one. And China just opened up for $31 million. So we're going to continue with that on the next show. Um, and... I don't know if I'll be doing a radio show before the next live show, live on MNN. So just listen to this, and then um, we'll see you on the, last, the next live show. Uh, that's about it, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. And um, congratulations to all of us. We hit 27 years, and we're going forward uh, with two new, shows, uh, two new shows for January live on MNN. Okay, we'll see you over there. See you then. Thanks so much. Take care.